Hello, and welcome to 5 to 1, a minute-to-minute podcast review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of The Justice League. I'm Harry Slack, and with me as always is my longtime associate, Ben Smolin. Ben, how are you today? I'm doing well, Harry. I'm looking forward to uh, discussing minute three of The Justice League, and it's a beautiful day out here, and, you know, looking forward to getting outside and spending some time in the sun once we're done. Awesome to hear. Before we begin, let me tell our new listeners what this podcast is all about. I'm a huge fan of the film Sucker Punch and have a passing familiarity with comic books. Ben has seen the movies Force Majeure and Major League. We decided to combine our skills to put together an in-depth review of Zack Snyder's director's cut of Justice League. Ben and I have just watched minute three of 242 of the Mr. Snyder cut of Justice League. Just so you know, that's not the film's real title, but rather a lighthearted moniker that Ben and I use to save some time here and there. Having watched minute two, uh, rather minute three, we will now each have two and a half minutes to relay our thoughts and impressions to you, the listener. So as not to waste anyone's time, a resource we all have precious little of, we will be sticking to the two and a half minute mark very strictly. So please excuse us if we interrupt each other. Beyond the time limits, the reviewers may respond to the film in whatever way seems most appropriate given the minute they have just seen. Without further ado, I'm going to kick it over to Ben for his review. Ben, what'd you think? You know, I thought it was an interesting minute. Um, You know, like, I still don't know exactly what was going on, but like... Like I okay, so here are the questions that I have, right? Like we open on a very panicked Wonder Woman, and Superman is being fought to death, it seems, and I'll give you this by a giant rock monster. Yeah. Um and the big addition though now is that we have Batman. And it seems to me that the rock monster is killing Superman, but Batman is killing the rock monster. Mm-hmm. Um maybe this is something from a previous film. Um, I don't know, I guess, like, I've seen Man of Steel, and I have seen, um, what's the other one? Uh, Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, but I haven't seen any of the other DC movies, so, like, maybe I'm lost on what's happening. Sure. But I I guess a big question is, going into the DC, is Batman allowed to shoot people? Mm. I thought Batman was, like, a no-kill guy. You're more of a comic books guy than I am, so you can can handle that. But, like, I found that to be a little strange. And then I was like, where's, why is Wonder Woman not doing anything? Is she just, like, a damsel in distress? If that's so, I don't love it. Sure. Um, Where's Aquaman? Where's the Flash? So, like, those are the questions that I'm having. And then we pull back, right? And we see Cyborg at his kitchen table. So now I'm like, was this not from a previous film? Is this a Cyborg vision? Was this a dream or a premonition? And then obviously it ends very tensely on the what's in the closet, right? Yeah. And so, like, and I think that's nice. Like, that's a really nice way to wrap up minute three. Because I'm like, I'm definitely curious to see what this metal thing is in the closet that is, like, pulsing and vibrating and making all this noise and, like, definitely calling to Cyborg. And I'm just like, is this thing responsible for what we just saw? Is this thing going to help us in that moment? Um, and how does like it all connect to the rock monster? And is, I, I guess I'm just curious, like, you know, we, we, we're obviously starring very in media race, very in the middle of things. But I'm like, I, I, I'm looking forward to getting my bearings, hopefully, in the next couple of minutes of the film yeah. on like the sequencing of how this is happening, because I still don't entirely know what I'm entering into. You know, I'm still floating a little bit and I feel like I need to get my feet on the ground 
because yeah. like I, I, I guess I just don't. Ben, really I'm going to stop you there. Uh, the time is mine now. Um, yeah. So just uh, to begin with, I did want to let people know. Uh, uh, ben has seen some of the previous uh, DC films. I have not seen any of them, so I am. Uh, I'm glad to hear that you don't know what's going on either, because mm-hmm. uh, having you've got a little more experience with this universe, uh, the the cinematic universe, than I. Um, and so I, because I am also confused about what. I'm still confused. I think it's a good thing. I think it's, I, I'm hoping we're going to figure out what's going on. Um, you know, I'm still still intrigued, but uh, but don't know really what's happening, having seen just none of the other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, to also respond to your, your Batman with a gun comment, that that is my main criticism of this minute. Listen, superheroes with guns is the laziest and worst way to write a superhero. If you have created a superhero with a gun, you have wasted humanity's time. And so Batman having a gun, I'm I'm furious. Okay, good. Like his his like the point of superheroes is that guns cannot be the solution to humanity's problems. So if the solution here is Batman just sh- shooting somebody, I'm out. Like I am done. That said, on a little shallower note, and I don't know if you felt this way too, Ben, but Batman, uh, a little chunky, right? Well, that's, Is, that's, do you, do that's you, Affleck. That's Affleck. I And I'm not against it. I just was surprised. I've never seen uh, Affleck Batman. And he's a little chunky. I'm and I'm kind of like a little roly poly Batman. I'm into it. Uh, not into he's the a roly poly Batman, and he shoots people. Yeah, he's a roly poly Batman with a gun. It's a, it's almost good, except for the sensor gun. Sorry to swear. I know we haven't done that before, but I'm angry about guns. I hate guns. I'm anti-gun. Like, just stop it. Um, I was also surprised that we were that close to a city. I thought that was a fun twist for minute three. It looks like we could have been in the desert. We could have been on an alien planet. So I was very surprised. Was it Gotham? I, I don't know what city it is, um, but it could be Metropolis. I think Cyborg's from Metropolis. But uh, yeah, uh, exciting cliffhanger at the end. I'm always happy to see Cyborg. I was confused about what he was up to, just sitting alone in the dark. I'm like, Vic, are you okay? What are you doing? You are just, I hope they explain why he was just sitting alone in a dark room that you said was a kitchen. And I, that's good. Harry, I didn't Harry, know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you have more that you're going to have to say about minute three, we're going to have to push that to minute Oof. four because I'm all afraid right, you've that's run a bummer, out of time. But listen, folks, that's all the time we have for our reviews today. If you enjoy this podcast, please take the time to subscribe, rate, review, or otherwise support this project. If you're looking for a way to enhance this podcast experience, please feel free to watch along with us on your own. Just be sure to avoid spoilers by not skipping ahead. Please join us next time when we will be reviewing Minute 4 of 242 of Zack Snyder's Director's Cut of the Justice League, or as we sometimes call it, the Mr. Snyder Cut of Justice League. Goodbye!